0: hello friends you're listening to profoundish i'm your host today weston i'll be joined by alex today we're talking about obsessions sometimes odd sometimes normal and then finishing with a game of ranking the top 10 strangest addictions as according to the internet stay tuned and you're listening to profoundish Sam? I'm like uh, sliding on a stage right now. The crowd's going wild. Okay, so when
1: you slid on the stage, are you like on your knees sliding on the stage? Like to to the front? I want it I want the visual here.
0: No, I'm in my socks and I'm doing like that sideways uh <laughs> uh The, the slide rocking down. da
1: da 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 and you're wearing the white shirt and underwear and that's it?
0: I'm actually that, in like the the really dark royal blue like suit and tie because oh. it's like a game show or something but you're sliding in like that famous yeah sliding suit. in yeah i'm in socks though like just white tube socks with that <laughs> suit get up okay so this is why i
1: like to know the visual because when you said sliding in on stage i was thinking of like the
0: oh yeah
1: like the rock star and he's on his knees and he's got like the horns up with his hands you know and he's like sliding up front that's what i was thinking
0: i'm just i'm not a rock star i guess
1: So you go to that. I was imagining more like a sparkly, bedazzled suit. (laughs) We are about to do a game show. I mean, that's kind of fitting for both of us, though. I'd say that'd be kind of where you visualize it going. You slide in. It's, hey, you know, you're the game show, then I'm the rock star. I think it makes sense. You know what's funny, though? I I don't know where that scene is from. I know it's Tom Cruise, right? I don't have any idea. It's from a movie. I I can tell you that. I know it's like iconic because obviously it's like him and he's got like the white button down shirt and he's in his underwear and he's got socks on and he slides in.
0: And I'm just going to literally Google movie with sliding guy in underwear. I think it's Tom (laughs) Cruise. Do that. I want to see what pops up for that. It's Tom Cruise from Risky Business.
1: Risky Business. Never seen it. Okay.
0: He bops and struts around the room in a manic dance to freedom and privacy and general lewdness. Tom Cruise and Risky Business. That's the description. (laughs) I would love a full description like that of like
1: just these iconic classic movies. I wonder if um I wonder I wonder if that'd be pretty funny to read if we had like like did it through like chat GPT or something. Just have it like give me a description of the entire movie, not a synopsis. I guess that's kind of the same thing, right?
0: Like uh I've never used chat GPT. I should, but can you do that? Like you know, Dude. on Twitter, there's yes. the uh uh uh, well, wh- you know, what what's in this picture? Wrong answers only, or whatever. I want yeah. that, but it's like describe risky business. Wrong answers only. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Honestly, I would, I'd probably ask it that and see what would it would do. It's pretty interesting. I'm surprised you haven't um used it yet. I got an account. I made an account with it like a week or two ago, and I've just been playing around and because like. You know there's a lot of hype around it and other kind of AI tech right now, right? That's kind of yeah. pretty popular at the moment. And so I, my expectations were actually significantly lower than I actually received and I'm very surprised. And maybe it's cuz I kind of kept out of the loop. I just knew people were talking about it, but I didn't look anything on it. It is incredible. Like I this is not new information. People have been using, you know, public has been using it for a while now, but I just went on there and I. The first thing I did, I wanted to try and trick it from, or not trick it, but just give it something weird from the get go. So I, so what I literally asked it. This is almost verbatim. It was, um, write me the script to a movie trailer, like write me a movie trailer about cheese, right? <laughs> and it did it, and it was like really good. It and it had like, or maybe I said block it out. I think I said block it out because it actually gave me the blocking for it. So it said, you know camera pans in light shine you know it actually talks of like the whole script it was you know light shines on a piece of cheese provolone (laughs) to be exact and it like goes into this whole thing it it's actually really interesting so i definitely recommend we could probably get some sort of cool episode out of it too just like (laughs) or something because i also oh, go ahead sorry
0: I was gonna say I know that's like what everyone's doing on the internet right now. All the YouTubers or whatever are like, this video was made using AI,
1: right? Um, I, I you know, or people have been doing like these. I saw one during Christmas time, last year about like I wrote a Christmas movie, or Chat GPT did, and then like they animated it, and it was really funny. Just kind of how it <laughs> how it plays it out. It's just so interesting. I was thinking about using it for like a jam and chat. Like I, I have it write a song and then I just make the music to it or something. That might be fun.
0: That's a good idea for since you're doing so especially since you do it improv. So like it doesn't have to be polished. It's just literally I we're making this up right now and I'm playing it right now. So
1: Right. Um
0: Actually I might I might try that pretty soon.
1: I might do a whole episode about it. Just like using chat GPT to you know, write the lyrics to my songs for me, or something. This That'll improv
0: music comedy show was made by AI. <laughs> exactly,
1: that's oh, the title. Yeah, check it out, though. That's a good title. And then I have, you know, I have, I have a thumbnail and it's, it's, it's zoomed up on my face, and I, you know, like the Kevin McAllister look with with you know, just something that like that make people go, "What's he doing?" Highlight it. <laughs> Highlight my face with like like a white border. Add a shadow. Add arrows
0: red arrows and red circles. Yeah, right, everywhere.
1: yeah, exactly. Um I total side <laughs> thing, sorry, but I just thought of this. It's so funny. So like I uh I I work for a company and I do their um, I mean I know you know this, but for those of you who are new listening, I my day job, I work for a company and I do like their digital marketing for them. And they're in the um, home improvement industry. And <laughs> I I can track where like our ads go, like where they most prominently end up on YouTube. And one of them ended like most of them actually end up on I don't know why I mean others don't but there's but some of the most prominent ones are like super clickbaity yet home improvement videos so like I don't expect home improvement videos on YouTube to be to be like you won't believe what I did to this door or something (laughs) and then it's got like an arrow point but it works they have a lot
0: of views I want to know what they did to that door, and if I'm going <laughs> to believe it. Which door? Oh, the one that they circled. That door. Right,
1: that door. I can't wait to see it. Uh, it's It works across the board. It doesn't have to be prank videos and gaming content or whatever it is. It's, it's home improvements everywhere.
0: Well, you have to make home improvement exciting somehow, because if it's just a video of like literally someone's wall and door or whatever the title is, working on my door, taking its hinges off. Right. No, like additional saturation or phase, just some, like literally a screenshot of like a, like no one's going to click on it. However, you
1: know, there's always that weird line because you know, the right video at the right time, the right place on YouTube. If it was just a guy took a picture, he just recorded his door for like four minutes and he just titled it. I recorded my door for four minutes.
0: Well, see, that's that's okay. You that's, know what I mean. That that's a good title though, because then people are like, "Did he? Like, is there a catch? <laughs> is there a catch? Are we on so to something?" So you have to here? click it because there is a limit. You can't you can't just yeah. say I I I recorded my door for four hours it might get clicks but it'll have that like flatlining watch time where like everyone's like bailing in 10 seconds but if it's if it's short enough and people are like yeah i got time for that (laughs) (laughs) i got time to watch a door for four minutes like there's something there when you pike the curiosity especially when you have a number when you have a number in the title so four minutes
1: there's kind of that like that's true um there's kind of that fourth wall Kind of meta humor a little bit too, like about like this isn't funny, but the fact that I'm doing it is funny. Um, yes. You and I t- took a class in high school. I don't know if maybe you didn't do this particular class. Tell me if this this rings a bell to you. Um, it was a like multimedia class. It was not multimedia journalism. It wasn't that class. Um, it was a similar class, but what we had an assignment. Maybe it was MMJ, but it was an assignment where we had to make a comedy video and it had to be like 60 seconds does that ring a bell at all
0: it doesn't ring a bell at
1: all okay so you, maybe you weren't in that but i was in that class and i know what everyone like a lot of kids like in our class were talking about what, what they were going to do and i wanted to just throw i wanted to like kind of th- like throw expectations out of the water for people because i know because a lot of those folks in that class in particular saw the videos we were making which you were in and I thought, right. I don't want to do something that they're expecting. I don't want to do a movie trailer. That tended to be my shtick at the time. Um, so what I did was I took, I asked my stepdad to buy a Lunchable and bring it home. And he did. And I told him, I'm going to prop a camera up. It has to be for 60 seconds. That's, that was the limit. So I told, so I told him. <laughs> or it could have been three minutes. I don't know. Either way, it was a short amount of time. And I said, all I want you to do is take this Lunchable, take your Pepsi, sit down, and eat it. <laughs> That's it. So so for and you know big daddy so like literally what happened was I just propped it up no camera movement no fade in no fade out just record and he just sat down and we were trying so hard behind the camera not to laugh because every moment counted every sound counted so he would sit down and then he would like he was struggling <laughs> to open the lunchables. <laughs> And that's funny. And then he finally gets it and he gains his composure. And then, and he's not, he's just doing it. He's not smiling the best he can, at least. And he starts to, uh, and then he opens his can. And that was hilarious because it reverberated through the room. You know, um, it ended up being very funny. And then the minute he took his first bite, <laughs> he started to crack just a little bit, but that's when
0: it hit the 60 second mark. So it stopped anyway. It was perfect. Um, <laughs> He didn't even get to eat any of it. He had just taken his first bite and it was over.
1: (laughs) Um, But anyway, that's kind of, I thought that was a good little curveball for what people were probably going to expect that I did. And that's kind of back to the whole thing of, you know, I recorded my door for four minutes. Did people actually think it
0: was funny when they watched it? No. (laughs) Okay. I was going to say that sounds like just (laughs) like you had to be there kind of (laughs) humor. So here's the thing. The
1: people that would have found it funny, you would have found it funny. But I think it's because you know him, you know me, and you and I have a very similar kind of humor. That's a very specific kind of humor. Like, what happens with a lot of the stuff that I've done since then, humor-wise, some of it's even with, like, the Camp Nostalgic stuff, shout out to Camp Nostalgic, Um, is we do things that, if you just watch it, it it may not be inherently, or like, is this supposed to be funny, or whatever, like some of the stuff that we've made. But it's the fact that it's it's hard to explain it's pretty much that the fact that we made it is kind of what's funny more than it actually being like the content in it is funny um really that the video of him I think is the perfect example that I can think
0: of like it's it's like it's, existential humor or existential yeah, yeah, yeah. comedy like you everyone's familiar with existential dread that i that sense that just our own existence brings on this sort of solemn foreboding the opposite of that our our <laughs> mundane way, yeah. tedium of life displayed publicly for others to witness despite the fact that there is truly nothing to see and just laughing at it and that's why it's funny <laughs> exactly
1: um it for me. I've always loved that kind of humor. I love the the anti sort of humor. I guess yeah. Um, those anti jokes. I'm I, that's just one avenue of my humor that just really tickles me, if you will.
0: I do like so. the idea of showing that video to like a room of people, and like no one's laughing. Like no one's making a sound. They're just staring at the screen. And I just imagine you're in the back, just. Die. <laughs> just... Well, just... <laughs> listen, to, to, to my knowledge, what happened was there was a couple little
1: giggles, because it's like, did he really do this? But then it ended pretty quick. Um, but I remember just sitting in the back, yeah, just turning red, thinking it's so funny. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, so I guess, and, and I got a good grade on it, I remember that, because I know our teacher, she thought, she liked the idea, it was very kind of unique, it was just, like you said, the mundane sort of thing. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, just I guess I got what I wanted out of it. I don't know.
0: Sometimes uh, we just we have these uh little like obsessions that we focus in on that maybe no one else like understands. <laughs> yep. But but you know, we ourselves do. And like that, that, that's like one of them.
1: Do you ever um think of something that you find really funny at like a really at kind of like a strange time, like you could be at work and then you just think of that funny thing that happened 6 years ago? And then you just kind of start to giggle at yourself. You ever have those moments?
0: No. My memory's pretty crap anyway. So, like, if True. if I'm not, like, prompted with a memory, my, I I use this phrase all the ta- time at, at work, at home, head empty, thoughts zero. <laughs> when I'm, like, at work and there's, like, nothing going on, I I just start kind of, like, making a tune to myself and I just start kind of, like, looking for things to do or I get on my phone or something. Like, no, head is empty. There's nothing really? happening. Yeah. So at, at at like so if you're kind
1: of like like winding down for the night this is interesting to mm-hmm. me so you're winding down for the night maybe you're just kind of hanging out looking at your phone or reading a book or getting ready to go to bed whatever it may be would you consider your head to be pretty empty like you don't have a lot of thoughts going through
0: uh like i it's, well, it's the winding down part sometimes that's when you have no activity to do you can start kind of of having your mind wander to one topic Mm. or another topic and i kind of role play a conversation in my head like i'll just talk to myself in my head over a topic but like usually it just turns into like a debate or like a uh, which sounds hilarious like i'm debating with myself but it's me like (laughs) like looking at like different arguments of a topic and like trying to address each one so it's like i'm arguing with myself in my head um interesting that's usually where I go. Uh, <laughs> you debate with yourself. <laughs> I, I, well, in yes. a way it's a, well, yeah, but I respect
1: that, um, especially if if it's like a particular topic um, that would be prominent in like everyday conversation, or maybe or you know with somebody because then you could kind of see both sides. You can understand. You can have a better sense of insight, maybe.
0: Yeah, and um, it's it doesn't have to even be realistic, too, because it can be, like, religion and politics and current events. It can be any of that stuff, but it can also be completely fictitious scenarios where, like, I'm trying to imagine, like, what if everyone found out I was a vampire and I needed to hide it?
1: Okay, what so, li- so... What lies
0: so would I use to cover up the fact that I am a soul-sucking demon from hell? <laughs> interesting. So, guess- sometimes they're fictional like that. Wow, okay, so I think I've... It's funny because like
1: if you'd ask me what I what I think about, I think it'd be tougher for me to say in the moment. But I think I've gone through fictional things in my head, but usually mine aren't just off the cuff, kind of out of nowhere. Usually, it's like if I'm, you know, it's more planning. So like, okay, I'm going to be doing this. Let me go through every single scenario <laughs> in my head. It's more of an anxious right. thing when I do it, <laughs> I guess. Um, but yeah. Interesting.
0: I, I can totally see that uh, as an anxious thing. That makes sense. If you have anxiety over a certain situation or something, you're like looking at it from every possible angle. A- mm-hmm. Angle. Mine is just literally uh, just a hype, like hypothetical scenario, and like a- analyzing and studying that scenario <laughs> for fun. Okay.
1: Well, here, okay here here's a here's a weird one that I do. Then uh, I'll meet you here. So <laughs> I don't know if you do this, but what I will do in my head, and if I'm alone, I'll do it out loud sometimes. I will make little ditties in my head or out (laughs) loud, and I I don't just mean like this. I don't mean like a. I don't mean that. Like it'll be like a phrase that I'll say, like in my head. So it'll be, man, I gotta take that garbage out, and then I'll go, man, I gotta take that. Man, I gotta take that. Man, I gotta take that garbage out, and then like, and it'll continue. And I mean, if I'm by myself, it becomes a whole thing throughout the house. So thank God in the moment I live alone. When Steph and I live together, <laughs> she's going to be in for a world of craziness.
0: Maybe she'll um, join you. Maybe she a- also does it at home alone. <laughs> yeah. and I got to take that garbage out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, we got to take that garbage out. <laughs> so Break out uh, into musical.
1: <laughs> but the only... But I will say this though, because my my brain can just say some really strange words. Sometimes they're vulgar. Sometimes they're swear words, and those will come out too. And <laughs> it's just hilarious. And I think it's funny, so I'll just keep making it into a nasty, weird song. It's great. Um. Anyway, that, that that's what I do.
0: <laughs> I feel like I've actually, oddly enough, I feel like I have done that before. But that's not like a go to thing. If I get like a tune, to- it usually starts with if I have a tune stuck in my head. I try to put words to it instead of like you ha- you're like doing a task and you're making a song out of the ta- task. I get a tune right. stuck first, and then I have to do something with it. So like, that's not very common.
1: Okay, but so but in the times that it has happened, so like you'll have like a melody or something in your head or some sort of mm-hmm. like phrase yeah, like, of notes. Okay,
0: uh, kind of what I was saying when I get like bored, if I just start like humming a tune or something, like that's where it starts from. I just start making up sounds until it sounds like a thing that I I like like it's, it doesn't even have to be from a song it's just like, then I gotta put words to it
1: so every once in a while you like kind of just off the cuff write songs in your head yeah' is what you're saying
0: they're not good and I don't ever remember them it's just just nonsense but yeah <laughs> you in particular you know how I have this weird and
1: like this this curiosity with you and your relationship with music—I've told you that before—and um, uh, and a lot of our friendship is based around singing songs. I still love that. I I would love to just be able to have a device where I could hear your thoughts during those moments. <laughs> I, I really would just to hear what's coming out of your mouth or out of your head. I mean,
0: it's, so it's shockingly it's shockingly empty. It's exactly what's coming out of my mouth is what's going on in my head. <laughs>
1: Do you hear? I'm sorry, we're totally off topic. I'm sure. Um, uh, kind of, kind of. What is it? What is? It? We got some time. What is it?
0: Uh, I I try to reel reel us in, but now we're like r- falling further away from it. our topic today is odd obs <laughs> odd obsessions. So oh. we're, ki- we're kind of there. Okay. Well I wanted I, I saw where yeah. like
1: almost like the twenty minute mark, so I thought we should talk about the topic. Um <laughs> this is gonna be just like two weeks ago where where it's like,
0: what was the topic? Uh, I don't know.
1: I know. But then like I still will not never <laughs> forget near the beginning. You like flawlessly brought us into a topic and I had no idea that we were there. I thought we were just going off the cuff still. That was really impressive. I think it was the news episode, like forever ago.
0: Uh, what can I say? I'm just an improv god. <laughs> <laughs> Careful you're saying <laughs> it to
1: the jam and chat man. Careful now. This is true. Well, we um, both we,
0: do performance improv at on our streams. This is we true. We do. Um, I think you yours that- is more talent based, mine is more I've got I've got a thing in front of me and I'm just kind of like making fun of it. Kind of like a, I don't know mystery science theater style but like without the choreographed jokes.
1: Right. Well, I will say neither of us have the talent that those Whose lines in anyway boys have. Whew. Man, they're all oh my so good. God. Um I, Wayne Brady, as you can imagine, is an idol to me, and I truly mean that, on the music side, because he can just, man. Anyway, um, odd obsessions, huh? You're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, well, what's one of your odd obsessions, Weston?
0: (laughs) Well, uh... I'll ask you. (laughs) What what were we even talking about before we went in that direction? We were just talking about, what, uh, music in our head or something? Anyway... I don't remember what our train of thought was. I was going to say like odd obsessions is the topic and I was going to open it with whether or not we had any obsessions that we thought were odd because there's always the typical ones. I know we're like Mm -hmm. well into this topic to be just breaking ground on the typical (laughs) obsessions, you know, like binge watching shows and video games. The reason I thought of this for this episode is because lately Um, I binge watched the crap out of um, season two of the critical role legend of Vox Machina on Amazon prime Uh, Mm -hmm. hashtag sponsored. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) I got an Amazon deal behind your back. No, I just finished watching that. I really enjoyed season one. I watched season two and I, I watched, there's 12 episodes in the whole thing. And when I started watching it, I watched eight straight in a row. I couldn't quite make it through nine. There were only nine out at the time. And I almost binge watched oh, the whole thing in one sitting. Um, but I was I was falling asleep for nine. So I was like, I have to wait on this. I'm not I'm not as young as I used to be. But I used to do that is just binge watch like literal seasons of show. Like I will go long stretches not watching anything, period. And then when I watch a show, I watch all of it in a night. <laughs> so yeah. um Wow. And and that's where that's why I thought like obsession. It's almost like I know binge watching is a thing, but that's like obsessive behavior where you don't have the, like, the control to stop.
1: Sure. Yeah. And I was also um, thinking
0: about that because I've been obsessively playing Skyrim for the last week. Really? <laughs> yeah. I broke out Skyrim again and uh, I've been obsessively playing it. I never played the expansions and my, I have the, I have the special edition that came out. God knows when it was a couple of years ago or whatever. And I'm like, I'm going to play this game again.
1: <laughs> well, you Oh, God, Skyrim's one of those games you can always go back to. There's a reason why it is the iconic game that it is. I was going to ask, did you buy it for, like, the 40th time? Like the the, They had, like, the 10-year anniversary one, and then they had already another one, I think, since then.
0: (laughs) They've got several different names of different versions, because I technically don't have the anniversary edition. I have the special edition, which I had a free upgrade to it for having owned one of their previous editions. I don't remember how it all worked. Um, total side note, but
1: then I'll get into something of mine, but I always have, I mean, it's probably not a surprise. I usually circle back to Skyrim. If I do, it's usually during the winter time. That just, you know, it just, it makes sense. I I like playing games where you're in the snow and you're in the snow for a lot of that. And it's just, I love it. Make it just, it feels warm and cozy to me. And the first time I ever played it years and years ago, I had it on the 360. Actually, I still do. Um, I, uh played it in the winter time, so i just kind of remember it that way but yeah just so- because you
0: mentioned the 360 that's how i originally owned skyrim was on the xbox 360 i now own the special edition on pc and you know my beefy pc and the loading times oh my god on the 360 if you wanted to go into a building you were going to be waiting at least a minute
1: <laughs> you know <what's> it's <laughs> so funny, glad but i don't have that we're so spoiled now like i remember at the time not thinking it was I remember thinking, like, it was long, but, like, I didn't really think much of it because that's just kind of what we knew. And I bet you going, because especially a game at that, that size at that time, but I can just imagine going back now, like, literally having to wait, like, 60 seconds. That just sounds ridiculous to me. I remember telling Um, my
0: brother, because we would take turns playing it on the Xbox, and I came up with this idea. It's the Skyrim workout routine that every time you hit a loading screen, you have to do (laughs) push-ups, and the next time you have to do, like, curl-ups or whatever. So you're just, like, getting (laughs) swole playing Skyrim.
1: That's really smart. So, obsessions for me. So, I've never really had the obsession thing going on with TV shows. I that just, I can't for some reason. Um, Even my favorite shows, I, I have this weird need to limit myself. <laughs> I don't know where that comes from, but I do that. However, one thing that I do is I get these really strong obsessions that are temporary and then I move on to something. So like I'll get into something a lot and I'll be super into it for like six months and then whatever. And then as soon as as soon as soon I get so obsessed that I'm about ready to buy something, I'll go. Eh, I don't need to buy it, and then I'll move on. But like, oh. for so I, I I that's something I've learned about myself, and actually, kind of Steph helped me kind of figure that out. I just I get that way. So one thing, no, this also has a different ending than most. But a great example would be the mountain biking, which we all know how that story ends. But I um <clears throat> I was into it for about eight months, <clears throat> little less than a year technically, and the day before I got the day before I broke my leg, I was getting ready to bite the bullet on like a very expensive mountain bike. And so, but I, I knew that I probably wouldn't have bought it even if I didn't get hurt. <clears throat> but I just, I, I always get to that point And then I just kind of, re, that's when I usually just kind of dip out. I'm trying to think about other examples. Afraid like, of
0: uh, like buyer's remorse or whatever it's called? I guess. I just, I that's just something I've
1: noticed. Uh, yeah, I'll just have these temporary obsessions. Now you mentioned odd. I will say that, I go through these odd binges on YouTube um, that last hours and hours. And I don't mean like rabbit holes because it'll go for like multiple weeks, sometimes months where I'll get into really specific, strange things and then I won't care anymore. Um, What's a good example of that? I'm sure that probably has happened for you too. Like you'll find these, there's this random topic, a very niche thing on YouTube and then you just kind of dip out of it after a while.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to think. um Yeah. yeah, I can't think of any odd ones, though. It's just kind of a genre. Like, I'll be into science videos for a month, or and then I'll be into gaming videos, and then I'll well, be into, you know, just kind of like... It's kind of genre. So, I don't do a lot of very specific niches.
1: Okay, so I've got my genres that I go through that I've always loved, but like a great example is I had this obsession for about six months, maybe, maybe a little more, of um, medieval time period stuff. So how they cooked... What, you know what the class systems were like what they wore okay. what's accurate to the times and then and it's not like I just go through this one guy's channel watch his stuff and then I move on which is a thing that people do I will go to multiple channels and just I'm into it and then I just get so burnt out and I don't care anymore like I
0: learned what I wanted to learn okay I'm done um actually that's a good point I do go into uh, like obsessively watching a, a like two dozen videos of like one new person that I've discovered. Uh, you, mm. I thought of this when you mentioned medieval, because I had a binge session with, I forget what his name is on YouTube. It's like Townsend something. Uh, Townsend, yeah, does like the food? Townsend, yeah, he does the food. He does the medieval food cooking it's cool. thing. I, I watched like, oh, God knows how many of those videos, just straight. I think there was one where he then had like, a, like one or two of his seasons just fully compiled in like two or four hour videos or something. I just started watching all of them. <laughs> yep. Exactly, yeah. That's, and
1: he's actually one of the people out of the list that I watched of things that I did watch. It's just it's so interesting. And then that brought me to other... And, of course, he does other time periods. He does multiple. But um, that brought me to other time periods. And just, just super random stuff like that, I guess, is where my odd obsessions lie. Um, the rest of my big obsessions that kind of have lasted forever, I wouldn't call them super odd. Maybe they're a little more specific. You know that I'm very... Um, obsessed with the retro gaming scene and community but that's a huge growing community day by day but um oh okay i guess probably the most odd that i think the average person may not understand is i have an obsession with gear and audio equipment so um yeah i go to a uh, i go to a festival every year called gear fest and you just drool at microphones and processors and, <laughs> and keyboards and Mainly equipment though. It's not really many instruments. So like there's like this giant room dedicated to like every microphone you can think of. And I just just I, I want to puke. I'm so excited. You know, so I would say that's probably what the person like any non audiophile would probably just go, why is it's just it's a microphone. Cool. They sound <laughs> good. Okay. But that's kind of where I, I would say my most odd obsession is. Specifically would be microphones.
0: I kind of feel like I wish I'm I'm struggling to rack my brain here. And, and and maybe there's something in the back of my head that I don't think is strange and I'm just not thinking of it. I wish I was that passionate about a specific obsession or topic where I would go I would want to go to a convention for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like this, like well, you go to the Gear Fest. Like I w- I wish there there was a convention that existed where I'm like, "Yes, I must make a pilgrimage."
1: Right. I understand. Well, I I mean this is a very common loved obsession for a lot of people but you could you can't not say video games.
0: Like, I, sometimes I feel like a fake gamer like I like video no. games but well so, so many people get like so crazy obsessed over like a new game that's out or whatever and they're like so excited and they want to pre-order it or whatever and okay to be fair, the last time I got really excited like really excited for a game was um, when uh, the new battlefront was being rebooted because I loved uh, Star Wars Battlefront one and two on the like yeah. PlayStation 2 or whatever and they rebooted that uh, to mixed reviews the first one but I thought I had a lot of promise I was really excited about that one and then I was really excited for maybe Battlefront 2 to see how much they learned from the first game's hiccups. And that was a whole controversial mess. But that was like the last <laughs> yep, time yep. I was really excited for a game. And I got kind of burned on that one. But uh
1: well, I mean, I don't know if have, like like the being really excited for something makes you like a non gamer or like not obsessed about it because it's first of all. Your content revolves around it. At least a, a big bulk of your content revolves around yeah. it. You know, um, you probably at least remotely keep up with some sort of video game related news. Um, a I little mean, I bit. I feel like okay, not as much bit. as I okay. used to,
0: but a little bit.
1: Okay, that's interesting. So for me, I'm still pretty much. Oh, I, I watch one guy in particular who just kind of throws the news at you in the in the industry, and I, I keep up with that, I guess. But yeah, that um, So I don't know. I I would consider that to to be one just because of how much your life revolves around it. And maybe the excitement's kind of gone a little bit because you do it all the time, like, already. Like, I know when I, like, am able to take breaks from games, I get super excited when I'm, like, able to play one again. Um, And then, like, the obsession starts over. know you may be playing games that you wouldn't inherently play, like, on your own, off camera, but you're still playing games. So maybe it's just the, the motions...
0: Because I will say, like, I do get obsessed over specific games sometimes. So, like, for example, I was talking about Skyrim. Literally, uh, I've been playing Skyrim since about noon yesterday. Oh my god! Uh, I I didn't sleep last night. I'm still awake. (laughs) Oh my god! I will do it, I guess. So maybe that's what—that's the obsessive part. Yeah, where I think where so. I, I, I'm like, I got two days off in a row. Who needs
1: sleep? I'm playing video games for you. I've noticed I've, it's been like this forever since I've known you. Um, yeah, there's it's kind of similar to me with like it's like maybe temporary, um, but it's you have these temporary fixations on like one thing because the bingeing yeah. shows I know you do or like yeah you'll you'll play through a game <laughs> like for like <laughs> 20 hours just in a row, you know or whatever it is. Um, but then so, I'll drop I mean, it
0: for, like, ever. Like, I'll, yeah, highly intense for uh, obsessive for a little bit. I kind of get that.
1: Right. Maybe it's, I don't know. Maybe, I, I wonder if it's, like, like, wh- I'd, I would love to know, and this, this is not our area of expertise, but I would be curious to know, like, why are, like, why your brain would work that way. You know, you want right? that, a super intense... I want this. I want all of it. I want it as much as I can right now. I don't want to stop. I want to be here. And then two days, three days later, like okay, whatever. I'm done. I'm bored of it. I want the next <laughs> thing. Right? Is that is this like an endorphin search? Like like what is it? That's what I it would
0: maybe. Yeah, maybe like it's some sort of endorphin tolerance or something. Like it just requires so much intense endorphin searching just to get your fix, and then you can move on. I don't well, know. Well, that may that, that really may be it
1: because you know it you know, in terms of like the content and the things that we want to watch, like anything's out there at any time. So it's a lot easier to, to get that satisfaction in one way or another. So that's a good point. Maybe, like there's may- l- a lot less anticipation for like the next episode when you can just watch it right. now. So, you know, and now that we kind of have, we can, that's kind of a mainstay now is just, well, I can watch this any, anytime I want. It's harder for us to reach that same level of enjoyment. Um, that maybe we used to be able to reach. So now it's like, I got to just take it all as much as I can to kind of feel what would be easier to feel 15 years ago when nobody could watch a million things in a row. Maybe? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. We're no experts. I just want to feel. (laughs) I just want to feel again.
0: (laughs) Uh, Well... I don't know how odd our obsessions really are in the grand scheme of things. I think maybe people at home might have stranger obsessions. Maybe not. Maybe we do have strange obsessions. But I'll tell you what, uh, some people definitely have the strangest of obsessions. And we're going to uh, rank some strange obsessions, 1 through 10, in the next segment right after this break. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Profoundish is brought to you in part by a hasty podcast, my own personal podcast talking about life, games, media, and sometimes featuring guests. Look for it on YouTube, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Profoundish is brought to you in part by
1: my music. I'm a singer, songwriter, and multi-instrumentalist. Most of my songs tell stories, some real, some not, but all of them speak to an experience that we all share, the human condition. Search my name, Alex Duquette, on any streaming platform. Thanks for listening.
0: Welcome back, everybody, to uh, Profoundish. You're still listening to Profoundish. You haven't clicked off. I know you tried to. Don't you try it again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Don't you do it again. If you continue to click off like that, we're going to start interspersing more
0: ads in (laughs) in the show, and
1: it's all going to be us every time.
0: The entire, one. Ep- wait, there's an episode idea. The whole thing's an ad, except for the ad break is the episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, the- okay, okay. I have an idea. I don't want to say it live, but I have an idea for that episode. We'll go
0: back to it. Okay, okay. I like it. This might happen. <laughs> so here's what we're doing now. We are uh, finally finished with my long-running Oprah list. Oh. All right. I've never have I ever. it's so done. I kind of gone- miss it. I kind of miss it. Well, uh, you, we, <laughs> I've stolen another list online. <laughs> All right, great. But uh, this is a little bit different. This is Obsessions. Are you familiar? I know you are. But are you familiar with the show My Strange Addiction? Yes, of course. It's a show where it, each episode focuses on somebody with some kind of strange addiction. It's as simple... As it sounds. And since we yep. were talking about kind of being obsessed about things, I found a list online from screencrush.com. Uh, I wish I could credit the actual author. I, I guess it's just by Screen Crush staff. This was published over 10 years ago. Oh, wow. All right. January 29th in 2013. So um, A simpler uh, time. This was a simpler time, for sure. This was when My Strange Addiction, uh, what was it? It was just set to return for its like third season or something like that. And they compiled a list of their top 10 strangest addictions from the show that had been released so far. So they've listed 10 addictions, but I want to see if we agree with the order of strangeness. So we're going to rearrange these and just discuss the the obsessions themselves. Um, number one will be the strangest obsession and or addiction. And number 10 okay. will be the least, but probably still very strange. So that's what we're going to do here is just talk about some strange obsessions that apparently exist in the world and order them.
1: Fun. Okay. I, I used to... um. Actually, I might be familiar with some of these because during this time when the show was newer, I watched it a little bit. So this will be interesting.
0: Yeah, and like I said, this is their list of top ten. I I didn't find it's probably out there. I just didn't see it. A list of I wanted to have like a list of all of the obsessions <laughs> listed. They're probably somewhere, probably on like Wikipedia. But anyway, here's ten of them. Okay. Starting with uh, their number 10, and we're going to decide, we're going to kind of decide where to put this as we go, is uh, eating drywall. (laughs) There are a lot of creatures that can get inside your walls and eat away at your drywall, causing serious damage to your home. But 26 year old Nicole is beating the mice to it. She pulls out (laughs) hunks of drywall from her own home, leaving holes sometimes three feet wide. Just irresponsible. (laughs) um okay wow eating
1: drywall and that's number 10 that's
0: that's their number 10 oh my gosh and i want like how how strange how strange is this really do you think Uh, i mean (laughs) i I mean without any context currently it's the strangest um but yeah i (sighs) currently it's the strangest one listed but like if you think about it what okay like, yeah, i want to hear this paper. okay well if you think about it like i don't know what's all in drywall i'll be honest i am no carpenter but like people eat paper or like cardboard or something right i know yeah, drywall pe- is definitely worse but
1: yeah, people but i think when people eat paper when i think of it i think of like they're kind of nibble on it um you know what i mean kind of like a like a tick kind of thing like people nibble on paper or plastic i know that's a thing is that kind of what you mean Or and, are there just people that people eat paper? like
0: People chew on pens and pencils, too. Yeah, but this is consuming drywall. (laughs) (laughs) I I know it's a little bit on another level.
1: (laughs) Um, Well, I think really what bothers me the most is that... You see, I would go to, like, the Home Depot and just, like, you know... Or, or like, of course, I don't think... Well, maybe they have drywall panels you can just pick up, I guess. I don't know how that works. I mean, I know how you make drywall. But... Either way, like I just wouldn't want to do it in my own house, you know. That's the weird part. I would get the drywall elsewhere. Um, yeah. So could I would imagine
0: to... literally knocking down parts of your own walls to eat your house. It's like God,
1: Mama needs her fix. <laughs> just <laughs> have fix dining the dining room walls, God. <laughs> and then, no, I also want to know. Truly, does because this doesn't explain. Does she prepare it somehow, or is it just eating it?
0: She pulls out hunks of drywall from her own home. That's what At it says. Some
1: salt, Nicole, or whatever her name is. I think it's Nicole. Like
0: just well, you know, something. leave the salt out because you you know, sodium's not good for your blood or something. <laughs> yeah, so, salt's who bad for you for some reason. I don't know why. It's just bad for you. Maybe there's a uh, maybe there's something in the drywall that actually
1: has some health benefits.
0: I have my doubts.
1: <laughs> you know me too. It's not been standardized, <laughs> so you're probably right.
0: So we're going to put this squarely kind of like in the middle of our list right now, with plenty of room to go above it, plenty of room to go below it. This is currently our, our just sort of control group of, of odd okay. obsessions. Number nine on their list, however, is eating toilet paper. Toilet oh. paper is supposed to go one place and it ain't your mouth. But Kesha has been snacking on toilet paper for years, going through about four to five rolls a week. The hell with popcorn. She even takes a roll to the movies as a snack. So this is no relation to the pop star. I have to uh, assume. Absume? You'd have to assume this. (laughs) I I just have to. (laughs) I have to assume that um, all the names are probably pseudonyms for the show. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I have to imagine. So the minute you said this, to me, that
1: screamed 10. Um, I think eating drywall is more strange than toilet paper.
0: See, that's what I was thinking. Like, how is eating toilet paper weirder than
1: drywall? Um, Now, we do have to keep in mind uh, the, the frequency, right? I don't know how much drywall Nicole eats, but but Kesha is eating multiple rolls a week. I don't know. But either way, um, I definitely think it's less strange. You know, it it, it, it dissolves better, you know, like... It, it makes more sense. Like, if I were to eat one of these two, I feel like toilet paper would be a little bit easier to, to take down.
0: You would you would think so, to at least, like, swallow. Yeah. Now, I don't know if it's, like, more absorbent than drywall would be, and I can only imagine what that's doing to the rest of your insides. But, again, like, with the eating paper this is just toilet paper. It's, it's again, four to five rolls is too many, but it it's almost not that weird. The weirdest part is that it's toilet paper. So you're imagining bathrooms and they're gross and that kind of thing. But it's not like she's, I have to assume also this is me assuming doing a lots of assumptions. She's not sitting on the toilet, right? And while she's waiting to go <laughs> snacking on the toilet paper roll, <laughs>
1: God, she'd run out of toilet paper so fast because it's like a double whammy for her. You know, uh, well, you know what She's I was got... just thinking? <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking about uh, like early pandemic.
0: <laughs> like that oh poor God. girl,
1: she couldn't eat. <laughs> 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 when everyone was buying toilet paper up like crazy during the Most early pandemic. Most people parts.
0: lost their, their, their bum paper. She lost her bum paper and her snacks. And her snacks. Yeah, that's what's so sad. Can you imagine ketchup. not having your toilet paper and not having your Doritos? That's terrible. What kind of dystopia are we living in?
1: So that... <laughs> Yeah, my my uh my vote is drywall is more strange. So I feel like if we were to start placing so. the list together, I don't know if we're doing that yet or not, but toilet paper yeah. currently would be like ten.
0: Yeah, you you can see I'm I'm sharing my screen with you. I don't have it like numbered. It's just the t- top is the weirdest, bottom is the not weirdest. So okay, okay, it goes so far. Eating drywall weirdest, then eating toilet paper. Gotcha. That that's how I think we've got it so far. See it, yeah. well. I, I'm I'm curious to know. By the way, anyone listening at home, keep a running tally in your head of what you think are the weirdest, and see if you agree with our synopsis. Because this would be this would be pretty funny to see who argues. What's the weirdest of these?
1: Yes, let us know. You can let us know at uh, in the comments if you're listening on YouTube or uh, at Profoundish Pod on Twitter,
0: Instagram. Yeah. Let yeah. us know. A Little shout out to us. Their Sorry. number eight is in love with a doll. Dave Cat, yes, Dave Cat, is in love with a doll named Sidor. They live together, go shopping together, and eat dinner together, just like a regular couple would. Except, you know, Sidor is made of plastic. Dave Cat even gives Sidor foot massages. That's oh, probably one of her favorite things in the world. Uh, and that's quoted <laughs> as if, I guess, Dave Cat said said that out loud in the episode. Or maybe she did, who knows. Um, so
1: is, what's the, do we have the size of the doll? Like, do you see a picture? Is this like a, like a bigger doll or like a tiny doll?
0: I, I do not know. Um, I think they have, they have the episode here. I wonder if I can just scrub through it and look at it. Is that the doll in the, no, this is not the correct episode. This is someone obsessed with tanning beds, I think. I can't tell. She looks very tan. (laughs) That's a good (laughs) guess then. Wow, so... So this sounds
1: like just a very, a, you know, a very unhealthy, close relationship with a doll. Now, I do have questions, of course, and I'm sure you might as well. Um, I would like to... It, my, my answer would be informed by knowing whether or not this also is sexual in nature. That does make a difference to me. <laughs> um, t- to me, at least. Like, if this was also like a romantic relationship, or is it really more just... You know cuz you mentioned the foot rubbing that's kind of weird.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like he's um, like there's there's foot rubbing involved. Um so it says Dave Cat is in love with a doll. He did say in love. Okay, so we live can assume together it's a where they're shopping weekend. together. I I guess so. I don't know if it's an actual sex doll or just literally a like a Barbie doll. I actually I actually don't know. I don't have an image well, here. To <laughs> me it doesn't matter if
1: it is or not as much as it is he's viewing it that's basically his spouse, um, right so that's pretty odd um Where does it go though like I feel like okay, I feel like it's weirder than personally than eating toilet paper
0: um. Okay, yeah, I, I think I would agree with that. I, I, I have to imagine it's probably weirder than eating drywall as well. Because, again, the drywall and the toilet paper to me are like so similar because they're both eating things. The in love with a doll, though, does bring up an interesting question with um, the growing number of like AI companion apps that exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, since we we were talking about AI stuff early. Was that before we started recording or after? I don't even remember what we were recording so far. Was that during? Yeah, AI stuff. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Head empty, (laughs) thoughts zero. I don't don't remember anything. Right. Um, Yeah, no, with the growing number of AI companion apps that exist, this, again, this uh, list came out in 2013. Those, to my knowledge, did not exist um, at the time. So that kind of brings up, uh, I, I think it would be interesting to have that conversation now where people are actually I think I think in a weird way the in love with a doll is becoming less weird. Right. If you can couple it with the AI component.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I know personal applications wise I think it's probably you're right. I think it's probably it is weirder than the drywall too cuz those are so similar. Um, but because it's yeah. also like it's also so, these obsessions are satisfying like those two the drywall and the toilet paper. It's a very, it's a very, it's, I think it's a less, it's, I mean, they're all important needs eating, but it's more of like a, like a snack thing. The, yeah, like the need to
0: do with your mouth, I guess.
1: Right, right. What the doll is doing is much bigger, right? This, this is yeah. filling a a, a, a very big void. A need um, for so, companionship. Right. And he's getting it out of a doll. So, yeah, that's, that's the strangest so far.
0: I think mean, that's the strangest so far, but in the grand scheme of things, I'm starting to question like whether it's, you know, quote unquote, that weird.
1: I know. Well, that's why I you was like, I mean? is it weirder than drywall? <laughs> like, I was really thinking that for a second.
0: <laughs> that's bizarre. That's a weird one, thought. I know it. it is. It's like, huh. Number seven here, eating couch cushions again with the eating. I
1: know this one. I've seen this episode. Um, this was very strange
0: to me. Uh, I've got a description here. We don't even know what the inside of our couch cushions look like, but Adele has been zipping open the cushions on her couch and ripping off handfuls of the foam inside for a snack. This has been going on for 20 years, and God knows how many love seats. (laughs) Um, Kudos to the writer. Um, (laughs) Whoever it was, it was the staff. (laughs) Yeah,
1: good job, staff. I... I'm going by how easy it would be to consume. I'm stuck between. This is less weird than drywall. Still, um, it's soft. That makes more sense. It because like if you think about toilet paper and cushions, it sounds easier to consume. And so. drywall is a challenge. It feel like it would be. It's crunchy. Ugh.
0: Yeah, isn't drywall so, kind of like eating like rocks? Or am I am I crazy?
1: It's kind of rocky. Yeah. Especially when it's so like, like
0: old, like dried out. Yeah, it yeah. It yeah. Can be... I feel like that would be painful. Like couch cushions, it's it's not the same like density of cotton candy. But that's like in my mind, since it's the the foam inside, you know, just like fluffy stuff. Right.
1: So you actually placed it exactly where I would have placed it. I think it's a little stranger than the toilet paper because there there's a there's a money sink into this too. <laughs> you know, you only have <laughs> so many couches, so you got to buy more. So yeah i'm I, I think that's a good spot,
0: yeah stranger than toilet paper, but less strange than drywall. <laughs> yep <laughs> all right, here's the next one. uh consuming but in a very different way. We've got snorting baby powder. Oh boy, okay. <laughs> Yes yes that's right uh, usually when you see a reality show that confronts someone about an addiction to uh, an addiction to snorting white powder up their nose, it's intervention but Jay isn't a <laughs> coke addict she's a baby powder addict. The 28 year old has been at it for the past 16 years at least 10 times a day.
1: oh my gosh
0: that that makes me like that makes
1: my head hurt to think about snorting like, baby powder
0: like does it ha- my thing is does it have to be baby powder? Pa- like is she getting something out of the baby powder or is it just the act of needing to have something snorted up your nose that often a day true that's a good point because i i you know? immediately
1: because maybe she is a recovering uh, addict and <laughs> she just misses the the you know the the feeling i don't know but You know
0: like how when smokers have to just have to do something with their mouth when they're trying to quit smoking, so they like chew gum yep. or whatever. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's like I just need something up my nose. God, why dang I, was it? Th- I was thinking, like, is it the intensity
1: of the smell? Like, because that's a very distinct smell. I like the smell of baby powder. Um I mean I yeah, don't I smell it at like, but...
0: I think it's kinda like sickly. Like I don't I don't like it. It's not I know like why you think that. I get it, but
1: I'm like, uh I get it, yeah. Um, it, it kind of smells. It almost smells like a. It's a. I think you're kind of defining it as a similar thing to like, like the sterile hospital smell or something.
0: Right. There, you know, I I think I kind of know yeah. what you mean. I I um, it's kind of that same universe where it's like it's it's gross, but not because it's like coming from somewhere gross. It's like I just.
1: Yeah, I get it. Uh, it's like weird, but,
0: uncomfortable smell it is
1: it is a very prominent smell so i but i I don't know either way snorting it 10
0: times a day like i mean you're only awake. like if you sleep seven to eight hours a day right you only are awake like 16 to 17 hours a day like she's snorting one to twice an hour right or whatever or or, almost no how does that work 0.75 times an hour
1: (laughs) yeah that's a lot honestly (laughs) almost every hour and snorting it, I think, is stranger than eating it. Um, you know, she's not just using yeah. it as like a like a seasoning <laughs> on her meatloaf. Yeah, I, I know, think this
0: uh, is definitely stranger than like toilet paper and cushions. Yeah, I eating it like like meatloaf. <laughs> it,
1: exactly, just baby powder meatloaf. I actually might think it's weirder than the drywall.
0: Cause that was the one where for me, I'm like, is it weirder than drywall? Drywall is a funny wall in our list here. Is it like, weirder than drywall?
1: But it's I know right. But it's but it's snorting it. That's true. Like, like she's snor- like you know she's at a party with her friends. Like, hold on, give me a second. She runs to the bathroom and pulls out the baby powder. Or like, do you have any baby powder? You know, she just snorts that stuff. Oh
0: my god! I- if you have to ask your friends, do you have any baby powder? I need it. <laughs> yeah, like
1: her friends post on like online, like, hey, we're having a baby. All of a sudden, she's sitting them up in the DMs, like, hey, let me know, when you- <laughs> let me know when you start buying baby stuff. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I want to come over
0: more often. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is it weirder than yeah she's always over here and i'm always running out of baby powder (laughs) is it weirder than love doll no i don't think so okay because i i almost think it is but like almost think it is i'm not sure i'm like on the fence on that so i'll leave it let i'll leave it as less weird than in love with a doll
1: yeah i mean you're in love with a doll like you're (sighs) i I know i am
0: slightly biased because i just hate anything up my nose that's like that is a sore spot for me anything up the nose is i i i would just rather die so (laughs) so i'm (laughs) a little biased there anyway but uh i'm I'm willing to be like okay
1: yeah i I think i think a man in a romantic relationship with an inanimate object
0: is weirder (laughs) than snorting baby powder okay at their number five is drinking nail polish a lot of lot of consuming, a lot of consuming um, things. I didn't really watch this show, but I, I get the sense that the show was a lot of consuming things.
1: I, I'm wondering, I'm going to make I'm just going to make a prediction now. I think on the list, unless it didn't air yet, there was a girl who drank uh, pig blood. Um, Ugh. So I'm wondering if that's going to be on this list, because that's a weird one. But anyway, if you
0: like so, cooked it into something, that'd be different. But yeah, drinking Um, nail polish when 23 year old Bertha gets thirsty, she doesn't reach for a bottle of Gatorade or a glass of water. Instead, she reaches for nail polish, drinking about five (laughs) bottles a day.
1: She particularly,
0: I know, she particularly likes the flavor blue or anything with glitter in it. Oh, geez, I got that.
1: There's a lot of questions with this one. Um, You can't tell me blue tastes different. That awful yeah. different than red. <laughs> like, the concerning
0: thing is the like psychosomatics that like the hoops that your brain has to jump through to think that the mm, color blue tastes like something. That's wild. That alone is actually affecting my
1: decision here. Um, that little extra insight because
0: almost i get the glitter for texture see i'm wondering if they like the quote-unquote flavor of blue i'm wondering if they like the glitter because it's fun to look at while they're eating it or if it literally has a different texture
1: i bet it's the freaking
0: um i bet it's the way it looks because that that would make no sense but that would yeah that that makes it especially weird to me so see, you know what's funny though i
1: i still look at a drywall thinking, is that weirder than drywall? On this one, I don't know. If it is. is it weirder is than
0: drywall? Isn't nail polish poisonous or am I crazy? I thought,
1: well, I think you can get like non toxic kinds. Okay. Um, but yeah, they do because, yeah, because I think there was a time where there was like pets like getting into it and like dying. Um, oh, that makes sense. So not anymore. I, I I actually don't think it's weirder than drywall. I think it's just a weird, quirky thing. But I do think it's weirder uh, than couch. Is it weirder than couch cushions, actually? No, I'm starting to think, it's just
0: really as weird as I was making it sound? <laughs> you get in this weird zone where it's like, how weird is it, though? Right. Um, uh, okay, you're thinking it's between drywall and cushions. Maybe? Yeah. What do you maybe? think? 'Cause I I have to think again, I thought nail polish was toxic anyway. It certainly smells toxic. All the nail oh. I don't do my nails, so all the nail polish I've been exposed to just I can't like it smells toxic, right? So I don't know why. Okay. You do let me that.
1: Right. Let, let me let me just paint this quick picture for you. So um you have a new roommate. Okay, you got a new roommate. Okay. Normal dude. But you you can choose, right? <laughs> Like he's either going to be eating the couch cushions, he's replacing the cushions. It's no skin off your back. So you might be walking in, you know, from from a long day at work, and you say, "Hey, what's going on? What, you know, what's going on, And He's eating the couch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or you're walking in and he's sitting at the dining room table and he's drinking nail polish. Hey, what's up, buddy? What's weird you know what? to you?
0: You know what? I feel like now that you've put that into that perspective, mm-hmm. like if you walk in on a roommate doing either of those two things. I don't know which is actually weirder, but I'd rather them drink the nail polish than mess yes. with my couch. <laughs> then, then I think there's your answer. <laughs> so, so actually, it's weirder. The uh, no, it's so weirdly couch cushions is weirder than nail polish. Yes. Okay.
1: So I would put it pretty much where we thought we were going to put it in between drywall and cushions.
0: No, if the cushions is weirder. Oh, sorry, 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 it goes sorry. Between I'm looking at toilet it up, paper and cushions. Yep, you're right. I wasn't expecting that. All right, but what do you think? They're about number it? Yeah. four. Yeah, if you think about it, like you have to walk in on someone. That's actually a good point. I like it. We should
1: we should keep that like keep that in our heads. That scenario see, that might help us if we get stumped.
0: We've got four more, so let's let's use that. This next okay. one is smelling a baby doll head. Oh, I'll let that what? sink in for just a, for just a moment. There, smelling a baby doll head. Baby doll, not baby, baby doll. A baby doll head. What? While many of the strange addictions involve eating, drinking, or otherwise ingesting something unhealthy into your body, 24-year-old Lacey has an addiction that isn't an immediate health concern. But that doesn't make it any less strange when she rubs a baby doll head named Susie Q across her face all day long. Oh, boy. Um, It's got to be that plastic smell. Right, it's gotta be that like weird like baby doll plasticky smell thing. Uh, But what?
1: I'm getting tripped up on it being a baby doll head. That's that's strange too.
0: It's like a combination. So it's lacy. If this like you know, if it's a woman, it's like a weird combination of being obsessed with the smell of plastic and having the weirdest like baby. uh, What do do they call it? Baby, like a maternal thing. Baby syndrome. What do they call it? Baby baby fever. That's what that's what the woman folk call it, right?
1: yeah right right exactly um yeah oh, that weirds me out in my head though okay well you know what i don't really know what to say about it i i will say this a man doing it sounds stranger to me than a woman doing it
0: yeah b- bizarrely it does but i think that's that maternal part coming it's still very yeah. bizarre but if it was a guy it would be especially creepy
1: right um okay Let's do the scenario here. So I'll, I'll, I'll do it for myself. So if I'm walking in to my house and I got a roommate and he's, smelling, I don't know, he's, he's sitting there watching Jeopardy and smelling baby doll heads or baby doll head. It's one um,
0: <sighs> yeah, just one baby that they keep around all well, the time named Susie Q, just just rubbing it on in their face all day. That's pretty strange. <sighs> Like that's like, but, is that, is that stranger than being in love with a doll? Well, wait a second. If I'm,
1: if this is the roommate scenario, they're just smelling a baby doll head.
0: They're not yeah, eating like toilet paper. I don't know. Is it like an all yeah. day thing? Is that what it said? That's what it said. Across her face all day long.
1: Mm, yeah, that is kind of weird. If it's it's all not
0: day. like just a pocket baby where she takes it out for a whiff every now and again.
1: Yeah, that would give me some really deep-rooted, strange issue vibes. <laughs> the more I think yeah. about it, um, I—is it weirder? Yeah, I'm putting it up near the "in love with a doll." Is it stranger than being in love with a doll?
0: It really just like, seems
1: borderline close to it.
0: Yeah, it seems close because they both involve dolls in my head. But in my head, if you're in love with a doll, at least you're like caring for the doll. But if you're just smelling the baby doll head, you're like obsessed with the doll. Like in an unhealthy way, like like if the doll were alive and sentient, the smelling it all day is like unhealthy, but yeah. like taking it out to eat and stuff is like a healthy relationship.
1: <laughs> that's true. At least the guy that's in love with the doll, like he's taking care of it. He's he, he's treating it as if it has feelings. Um, it affects his feelings. Maybe foot massages. Um, Maybe that is weirder. I don't know. Well, you say that, but you're kind of right with what I think you were just saying. Um, yeah. this is a very one sided, obsessive gimme 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 if that were like a real person that's not healthy at all i'm almost thinking it's weirder
0: i don't know is smelling baby doll head the uh the weirdest one if it's an all day thing i think so all right we'll put it there we can always top of our list we can adjust number three on their list Eating a dead person. What? Yes, that's right. Let me uh, get it typed out here and get it all read up. Many people keep the ashes of loved ones who've passed. Enter Cassie, a woman so distraught by the death of her husband, she carries his urn around wherever she goes. This is enough to upset her family. Wait until they find out she's been slowly eating his remains. This, this actually a- sounds more like a weird, like mystery show or something. That's what I was just thinking. Um,
1: this is kind of a kind of a strange, two sided thing for me because this just sounds to me. It, this sounds like I'm not a therapist, but it just sounds like a very unhealthy way to deal with a very significant loss. Um, yeah, like think- you know what I mean. Like I'm putting that as a factor.
0: I think it started with the carrying the urn around everywhere because, you know, you lost your companionship. And then at some point, maybe she was cleaning the urn. Maybe she like, I don't know, accidentally dropped it like a little bit, like not to crash it. But somehow some dust got in the air or something and got a little bit of his ashes on her tongue or something. I don't know what happened for her to (laughs) first have the thought to try to eat some of them. But like, I feel like this probably didn't start out with I want to eat people. So like so right. it, it doesn't feel cannibalistic. It's kinda like eating yeah. ash that you just happen to carry with you. Right. And when you yeah. when I put it that way, is it that weird?
1: Well, <laughs> let's start with drywall.
0: <laughs> start, start with drywall.
1: Um so if you're gonna walk in, would you rather see your uh-huh. roommate eating drywall or eating ashes out of an out of an urn of a loved one? Because it's not just random like dead people ashes, not that they, hopefully not, you know, be
0: easy See, to get to. that's the thing to, but... that, I'm tripped up by the idea that the eating drywall is like the sometimes three feet at a time, or whatever it was earlier. It's quite a bit of drywall. But like the ashes of the dead, per- eventually, there will be no more ashes. So she maybe like, that's like, slowly, like just, just a pinch. Well. Every now and again. You know what I mean? Just, just a pinch, I pinch. Do... Just a forbidden well, snack. I'm, the forbidden <laughs> snack,
1: the forbidden <laughs> fruit. I'm, I'm almost thinking I'm taking this scenario a step further. So yeah. if if you're walking in, and let's put it next to the drywall, uh-huh. is it going to be easier? For me, I feel like it'd be, so if you're going to have a conversation with them, like, hey, yeah. listen, I, I, you've been eating drywall. Like, why the heck are you doing that? I feel like that would be a weirder conversation to me, right. honestly, than the ashes. Because I feel, feel like with the ashes, there's that emotional aspect of it, like, I know this is hard, but this is not a good, like, this is probably not healthy for you. And I feel like that'd be honestly, in in a way, a more in-depth and real conversation and less dismissive than the drywall conversation, which by that logic would make the drywall weirder.
0: Right. I I agree. Because I feel like as a roommate walking in, like if someone's, if I see them sneaking a pinch of their loved one, I mean, some people want to be like turned into ashes and buried in the ground and turned into a tree or whatever. I'm like, you know what? If she wants to eat her her dead husband, okay. I mean, I I don't know if I would say anything. But if you were eating drywall, I would definitely say something. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Because it's like, why the hell are you eating drywall? (laughs) The thing is, same thing with the cushions. Like, if you were eating cushions, I'd be like, hang on. What are you doing? You're right. (laughs) And I feel the same way about the nail polish. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say it too. Oh, what about toilet paper? (laughs) And the thing is, if you were at the table eating toilet paper or at the table eating a pinch of dead person, <laughs> I think eating the dead person is the least weird thing on this list.
1: I agree. Do it. Lay it down. Lay it on there
0: okay. at the bottom.
1: Oh, my gosh. I can't believe
0: it. But I kind of I can. I, I didn't want to be the weirdest person here where it's like this is the least weird thing to me. You're not alone. Wow. Um, that was number three on their list. It's number 10 on ours. Totally different. <laughs> yeah. Uh, They're number two We got two left of these Number two Drinking urine Drinking urine That that one's actually Oddly straightforward Carrie Is a 53 year old woman Who's suffering from cancer From this uh, For this Some people would try Chemotherapy But Carrie is trying Something completely different Drinking her own urine She drinks about 80 ounces Of her own urine daily Brushes with it And even bathes in it Ew Okay so I don't know how this remotely relates to cancer. I don't know if in the episode she thinks it helps her cancer. I don't have a clue because I haven't seen the episode. In fact, there's a video linked to it, and it says video unavailable. So we'll never know. I mean, <laughs> literally the point of,
1: like you're, like, you're getting rid of things that you don't need in there when you're peeing. Why right. Why are you putting it
0: back in there? <laughs> um, yeah, the stuff that leaves your body is the stuff your body does not want back in it. Right, Exactly. <laughs>
1: so but it is more straightforward though like it is yeah um
0: it, it all it's right. actually weirdly it's weirdly mundane that, like you're really obsessed with pee and i don't want you to be my roommate anymore <laughs> no wait a minute actually does that make it really weird actually if you think about it like this if you walk in and someone's bathing in their urine <laughs> or eating drywall we gotta go back to drywall Yeah, oh, drywall back to drywall okay so
1: <laughs> oh, what is what is weirder dry, drywall or urine um
0: okay I they're drinking and bathing in their urine actually i don't that's i'm i i think i'd rather the drywall right
1: yeah actually if we're going that way i feel like okay what about snorting baby baby powder honestly i that- no. it's weirder than baby powder like, I think. But the doll, though. In love with a doll. D- so In love
0: with a doll and bathing in urine, drinking 80 ounces of urine, brushing well, teeth with urine. Your
1: own urine. Keep that in mind, too. It's their own their
0: urine. Their own urine, yeah. Um, God. Is that
1: weirder than being in love with a doll?
0: The- I will say that there is the one caveat that like in in our human history, there was a point in time where people did brush their teeth with basically urine and other components because of some factor in urine actually does help your teeth or something. We're well beyond that in society now, but there was a point in time in history where it would be slightly less weird to be uh, brushing with urine, but I don't think anyone ever bathed in it. That's that's yeah. my big hang up. That's that's where I'm well, getting stuck as on the bathing with it. Part. Let's let's think of let's think about the
1: overall context as well as a roommate, right? So in order for them to bathe in urine, they have to collect their urine for weeks and weeks. Oh um, my god. Oh, so, oh do
0: you think they just have jars of urine? So they just
1: have <laughs> mason jars or jugs like or something of urine, just like and where are they storing that? If they're your roommate, is it like is it just sitting on the dining room table? Is it in their bathroom? Like wh- that and is like, weird,
0: and it's like recycled urine, right? Because if you drink your urine and pee your urine and you bottle your urine and then you drink it later, it—that's just you're recycling your urine so uh, many times. That's that just sounds so bad. Um, that's pretty bad. I, I,
1: I, I think, think I, I would. I th- I'd almost rather be roommates with the guy who's in love with his doll than a guy who bathes in his own pee.
0: Yeah, I think, honestly, I think even the smelling a baby doll head seems less weird compared to the, the urine one now. I didn't think that at first, but you're right. Throw it at the top. Yeah, at first, when I said drinking urine, it's like, well, this seems pretty mundane. But the more you think about it, like like you said, like a roommate, it's, yeah. like, uncomfortable. <laughs> right. Interesting. That make, it makes it so much worse somehow. <laughs> right. When I also to- love...
1: I'm oh, sorry, I was just going to say, I also love how... The drywall really is like it's dead center in the list. It really is like the the what's it called like the determining point or the you know what I mean. I can't think of the right word to use, but the drywall really would, yeah, is the that point reference of
0: determination. Point. It really is. <laughs> uh. Is it weirder than
1: drywall? It's like when I'm you play a s- uh, twenty questions. Is it bigger than a bread box?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's always in there
1: yep well,
0: and it's strange to me because if you think about like having to drink your own urine you're like i guess i could do that it's like a survival thing bear Grylls does it and it's like it's not that weird but then we put it in the context it's your roommate oh hang on a minute
1: yeah exactly and also though bear Grylls is like filtering it out and you know all that stuff before he drinks it imagine if we watched survivor man or is that what that was called or something like that uh,
0: that was uh or was that I the other one just survivor man was the one with less stroud that's right. And he that Bear was Grylls really like, was just, just like, him. Sir, it, adventures of um, Bear Grills or something. I forget what Bear his Grylls. was called. So, like Bear Grills. It's called Bear Grylls.
1: He's, <laughs> he's talking to the camera and he's like and, and once I pee in this cup, you know, and then he like pours it on his head. That's just so much weirder. So <laughs> and so yeah I, <laughs>
0: Yeah, it I think right now it's the weirdest.
1: But we haven't heard number one yet. At least number on their one
0: list. on their list from uh Screen Crush uh is the infamous, I know you've heard this one. I think we've talked about this one before. In the, Wait, can I in the guess? Past. Go ahead, guess. It, is it the balloon? It's not the balloons. That, we, we've talked about that one a lot. I'll give you a second guess. Oh, the guy who's in love with his car. It is car lover.
1: Nice. I remember this one too.
0: Number one on like their iconic. list. It is. A lot of guys love their cars, but 27-year-old Nathaniel is in love with his car. He's been in a relationship with his Chevy Monte Carlo, which he has named Chase. And before you ask, yes, Nathaniel's having sex with his car. (laughs) (laughs) Man, kudos to the staff over there. Um,
1: So, okay. Before you mentioned (laughs) the sex, I didn't think this was that awful weird. Um this inherently
0: well because it's I- kind of there with uh in love with a doll but it's a car instead of doll but then we have the confirmed re- like sexual relations with the car and it be- kind of becomes like much worse <laughs> i would not want to be inside that car t- ever <laughs> trying to figure out is it like in the exhaust or like wh- what are we doing here <laughs> like like how do like what yeah, are the How is it actually working right? Um, um I, I not I that I want to see this, but I kind of want to see that. No, um, yeah, I kind of do too. Let's let's face it, but um, it is his own car, and so it's your roommate, right? Okay. <laughs> yep. Just for, just for, for just just to go, just to be just to be fair, start with drywall. <laughs> <laughs> yep, naturally. I think um, I think your roommate makes love with your car <laughs> or his own car. <laughs> Or eating drywall, which is weirder?
1: (laughs) I I think making love to a car is weirder than eating drywall.
0: All right. Your roommate's snorting baby powder, or your roommate's making love with their car. I think it's weirder. Which is the car? Yeah. Your roommate's in love with a doll that they take with them everywhere and rub their feet, or Mm. your roommate's making love with a car. This
1: is where it starts to get different for me. I'm not sure. Um, I feel like because think about this. My roommate, he's like, "Hey, I'm going to the garage for a bit." Just you know, I'm like, "Okay, do your thing, right?" Like he can have his privacy. I feel right. like that doll you can kind of take anywhere. Um, and you and they would they would take the doll yeah. everywhere. So it's more in your face. And I'd kind of want right. to do this out of sight, out of mind thing with my roommate. F- um, for this stuff, like you can do it, you do you, but don't put me in with this. You know.
0: Like, I sense. imagine the the making love with your car is something you do privately in a garage or something. Like, they're not just parked on the side street somewhere, right? So, <laughs> but like with the in love with a doll, they're taking it everywhere. Could you imagine? It's just like he's got his...
1: He, he just finished washing his car on a hot summer day out in the suburban neighborhood. It's looking really nice, and he's getting into it. <laughs> he's just doing it out there in the neighborhood, and his neighbor, hey, Pete, and he's just going for it. <laughs> How about this weather we're
0: having, huh? God uh, dang it, Carl! Take that home! <laughs> Take that back in the garage! Wait, what was this guy? Uh, Nathaniel. God dang it, Nate! <laughs> Go Mate, home. I told I told you to stop banging your car out in the driveway! <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, oh, Your so, car's pretty banged up. Oh, you know it. You know it is. Um Ka-chow. She <laughs> gave her the ride of her life. So... <laughs> I would say actually his
0: life. I think the Monte Carlo uh, is, is Chase. Named Chase. Yeah, so he clearly goes fast. Nathaniel and Chase. Yeah, um, gotta go fast. Gotta go fast.
1: I. So what do you think with the compared to the doll?
0: Like it's definitely weird, but it's something where again, it's that you can do that privately versus the in love with a doll and the smelling baby doll head are both things that these people do like publicly. Like they bring these things around with them. And yeah. that somehow is is like the hurdle for me. I kind of think Car Lover, while definitely strange and uh, uncomfortable, is kind of like out of sight, out of mind. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly.
1: Yeah. Um, then I'm with you.
0: I think that's where we draw our line. So like weirdly enough, as, as strange as it sounds, uh, we think that Car Lover is not the weirdest thing on this list. And in fact, it's in between In Love with a... Doll and snorting baby powder. <laughs> yeah. I barely made the there we top go. half. Okay. We have our list. We've compiled our list. We have 10 items, the top 10 um strangest addictions according to Screen Crush from the first couple seasons of Strange Addictions. We've reordered them ourselves, starting with number 10, going least strange to strangest. We have eating a dead person. That's right. It's not that weird. Uh, Eating toilet paper, (laughs) drinking nail polish, eating couch cushions, eating drywall, snorting baby powder, car lover, in love with a doll, smelling a baby doll head, and finally drinking urine being the weirdest thing here. It's really not even the drinking the urine. It was the bathing in urine that really got us.
1: Exactly. When you look at that list at first, it's just like when you first brought up drinking urine. I'm thinking, how is that the weirdest? But then you think about all that they're doing with it and it gets pretty strange. So all
0: right. I'm glad we uh I'm glad we did this.
1: Well, I think there's one key <laughs> takeaway now. When we have to rank things on a level of strangeness, you and I can now ask, Is this stranger than eating drywall? <laughs> we have a reference point, like just a little secret language between you and me now. We can ask that now.
0: We really so, can't. Drywall it literally is number five on our list. It's it's literally halfway. It's a good reference point.
1: I really do think <laughs> that is it weirder than
0: eating drywall. Or wait, one, two, three, four, five, six. Number six on our list, technically.
1: But either way, right, kind of right there in the yep. middle. I think, yeah, I'm going to remember that. And before I judge somebody doing something weird, I will ask: Is this is this weirder than eating drywall? <laughs> <laughs> I got to think, just gotta that's think a,
0: about a good measurement tool to. I really do. You decide to kick <laughs> out your roommate. Thank right, you like, all so much for listening. Oh, what, you have one more thought?
1: No, no, it's okay. I was just gonna ramble on. You're
0: fine. Thank people <laughs> thank for you listening. All, thank you all so much for listening. Do you agree with our list? Let us know on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok or YouTube. Uh, We're on the social medias at Profoundish Pod. We are on YouTube as Profoundish. Uh, We're on Spotify and uh, and uh, Apple. Forgot how to say Apple there for a second. As Profoundish, give us a follow, a subscribe, a like. Uh, A five stars, leave us a comment or a review. Certainly helps. And uh, where can we find you, Alex? You can find everything I do um, on
1: alexduquette.net, as Weston says. It's my little landing page for everything that I do. I make music. I make cartoon theme song medleys. um, And uh, speaking of music, definitely check out my album, Songs from Sangamon Street, available on physical cd you can pick that up at amazon or directly on the website so check out all the stuff i do what about you weston
0: you can find me i have a website Westonhasty.com. that's my landing page for all the things that i do in particular i'm most active on my gaming youtube channel called magic man mo give that a check uh if you have um, a fixation for haiku poetry uh, i have a poetry uh blog over at hastily made go give that a go give that a follow yeah, I don't shout that out a, a lot. Go get, go, go, go get that a, go read a haiku. You should, you should.
1: They're, <laughs> they're, they're nice little haikus. There's some that actually really resonate with me lately that you've been posting, at least as the time of recording oh. this. Thank he'll, you,
0: I've been posting them on Instagram.
1: Yes, and I that's like my main social media thing, so I love seeing them. And like, he'll put like little music in the background or like some sort of like imagery as well. So
0: yeah, check it out. Yeah. Whatever you all do, thank you all so much for listening. And until next time, bye.
1: Uh, Don't forget to eat your drywall. Uh,
0: Chew it up. Spit it out.
1: Chew Chew it up, spit it out. Do it again. (laughs) Bathe in
0: urine and eat that person. Bye. (laughs) What is that? That was a a callback to making weird sounds at the beginning of the episode. Oh, nice, nice. That was a deep cut. (laughs)